Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brad, the College Sportscast, and we are presented by the Fanboys. Hey guys, again, this is Brad with College Sportscast, and I am here tonight to do our hot topics, and we're going to do something a little special tonight. We're going to do um, the SEC expansion. We're going to do a little talk on how the scheduling should go um, when the SEC adds Oklahoma and Texas in 2024. We're going to kind of go through the scheduling on that. And as y'all see, while I was talking, Jason Harrison has joined me. We had a little difficulty getting him in here tonight. Man. So um, that's why I'm running behind. Uh, I'm not sure what was going on, but we had a little difficulty getting him in here tonight. But So we're on the air now, and uh, <laughs> we appreciate you guys being on with us. And uh, the first thing I'm going to get to is our prize picks. So we'll start with that. We are now sponsored by Prize Picks. So Prize Picks is a day fantasy sports. If you like um, to uh, play fantasy sports on a, on a daily basis or just love fantasy sports, period, go to prizepicks.com. Enter in our code CSCAST and they will double your deposit up to $100. So you can put down 25 and get 50, 50 get 100, 100 get 200. Um, so you can double your money and it is a fun way to go on there and you can do NBA, NHL, MLB when it starts, NFL just ended. Um, but college basketball's on there. Um, racing is on there. You know, just about there's over 30 sports you can go and you pick base, basically a parlay um, and uh, anywhere from two to six people or two to six bets and uh, have a little fun. And I encourage y'all to go on there. Again, use our code CSCAST. We would appreciate that. It'll help us, and you can double your money when you do that. So we appreciate it. Okay. All right, Jason. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. We was trying to get you all. Um, <clears throat> so I had to send him the email and the invite, I don't know, three or four times, three times, three or four times. Um I'm not sure uh, what was going on there. We haven't really had any trouble much out of this. No, until, uh, not with all of us. We haven't had any at all. Um, so I'm not real sure what happened there. But uh, All right. So what we're going to do is we got the <clears> – <throat> 
going to start with some news and hot, hot topics. And so today there was some football news <coughs> that that kind of hit the board. So Todd Munkin, Munkin I can't say his name, <laughs> um, he, he, uh, he accepted the offensive coordinator job for the Baltimore Ravens today. Mm. He has the nat- two-time national championship the last two years as the OC with Georgia. So immediately, Kirby Smart announced that he was putting Mike Bobo in Mm. as his offensive coordinator. Mm. Now, Mike Bobo has been in the SEC and stuff before and and been an offensive coordinator, but he was like an offensive analysis or something um, for the last year for Georgia. And so as soon as Munkin leaves, he's just got somebody waiting in the wings and and Bobo's going to step in and be Georgia's OC. So what do you think about all that? Well, I think that um, eventually, eventually Coach Smart is going to run into what uh, Nick Saban has been running into for the past uh, seven or eight years. Uh, when you win and when you win consistently, uh, yeah, they're going to start picking off your assistants. They're going to start picking off your assistants, and, and and I do think that uh, you got to think about it. He didn't take this job with the uh, Ravens without Lamar Jackson in mind. And yeah, I, you that, know, I, yeah, I got yeah. I got to think Lamar's probably that probably means he's going to stay there, be there. Well, you know, they still got to handle the business, but I and I also think that uh, Coach Smart was aware of the move. And so he had. Yeah, it's kind of been in the talks for a little while that Munkin was, that may not, you know, may not be there next year and stuff. Uh, But it was official today. Yeah, it was official today. But but I I, I just think, you know, sometimes that, you know, when you win, you win, like I said, you win, you're a victim of your own success. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, last year, you know, Dan Lanning left last year after mm -hmm, they won the mm -hmm. title. Um, You know, so it's already started for Georgia. But. The thing of it is, is I mean, you know, you go back and look at what Saban's done. You know, there were times when Saban would win the titles and and he would lose four or five coaches at once. Like he would have to replace half of his or more of his coaching staff, Um, you know. So – and that's the reason why they always keep them, you know, analysis and all this stuff going in the background so they can have somebody – you know, they can have a, at least one or two guys to fill in if something happens. Yeah, because it's not a matter of time. It's just win. It's just, right. It's, it's just win. When, when are they going to decide to go? When will it be a great opportunity for them to actually, you know, take that leap forward? And I think that this is a, a huge leap forward because, you know, uh, you know, everybody calls the SEC football the baby NFL, the feeder. So yep. I think that, you know, uh, having a quarterback in mind, uh, and I, and not necessarily with with, with Lamar and in, um, in in the stable, but the chance to even get to that level and see if he can actually make play call. Because hey, if he comes in and he does a great job, his next step may be NFL head coach or he right. drops back down. And, and Bobo's fifty eight years old, and he's okay. coached at Oregon, he's coached at Vandy, he's coached at Wisconsin as OC. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. been 
he's been at several different places and uh uh you know so i mean he's been around and and been a good offensive coordinator over the years so uh you know i expect pairing him with kirby smart and that offense I, I expect that you know bobo will step in and probably do a pretty good job more than likely well you know hey he it's not like he has chopped <laughs> liver out there uh no 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 he's, he's gonna have he has he's gonna have plenty of talent. You know, it's, it's a little yeah. bit of different in, in talent. You know, you have four or five stars. Right? Yeah, yeah. Then Vandy. Yeah. Then you know, at Oregon, and I'm not I, the reason why I'm saying Vandy is because he coached at Vandy. He was I, he was he was an OC at Vandy. Yeah, I understand, I understand. But I think you yeah. know the play calls and the execution might be a tad bit different. Yeah, here at Georgia yeah, yeah. with that offensive line that they always have. So, Miami Hurricanes made an interesting hire today as well. Um, so Shannon Dawson was hired as the Miami Hurricanes offensive coordinator today. I have to say, as a Kentuckian, I'm a little surprised. All right. So why, why are you surprised, Brad? Why are you surprised at that? <laughs> Do tell. Well, so he was Shannon Dawson was hired after Neil Brown left to go to Troy to be the head coach. This was back in uh, 15, 14, 15. Um, it was during the Mark Stoops first. He was the second offensive coordinator hired by Mark Stoops, okay? He was only here – he was only there one year and was fired by UK, okay? Yeah. All right. Then – he got a job and went to Southern Miss. Okay. He was at Southern Miss and was there two years, maybe, maybe three, two, I think, and was fired by Southern Miss. Okay. I'm following. So that means. So that means that Miami just hired an offensive coordinator that was fired by Kentucky and Southern Miss. All right. Then he he's been at Houston with Dana. Um, I can't say his last name. I always want to say the, the guy that used to coach at Green Bay, Hogerman, or whatever his name was. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he's been at Houston and he's an air raid guy, okay? But this past year, Dana took away the play calling from him mm. in the in mm. the middle of the year. Mm. Mm. He so. took away the play calling from Shannon Dawson in the middle of the season this past year. And now he's being hired by Mario Cristobal. Um to be the offensive coordinator at Miami. It's an interesting hire is all I'm going to say. I don't know. It's a, it's a very interesting hire, and I don't I don't know if it's going to work. And uh, I, I don't know. Well, I do know. I, I'll say this. A lot, of my, a lot of Miami Hurricanes alumni probably do not like this hire. But sometimes you can only get who you can get. And so – I, I I would be willing and to they, and they and they have been turned down and, and been looking for a few people here lately. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that 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 job right Miami 
down in Miami, man, that's 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 a tough job. That's a tough job now, you know. So I, I hope Hol- it works out for Holgerson. Him. Holgerson, Holgerson is how ha- is how you say his name. Yeah, I hope it works out for him, but you know that that, that job right there is a, is a tough one to have right now. You know, no, nobody yeah. wants to touch it. So that says a lot about that. They had to hire him because they probably were turned down by quite a few people. Quite a few people. Yeah. Um, he had a decent run at West Virginia from 2012 to 2014. He was hired as offensive coordinator in Kentucky for the 2015 season. Mm. I, I'm, And then Southern Miss, he was there three years. I was close on all this yeah. <laughs> and was fired – and was fired by Southern Miss, okay? And then he went back. See, he was with Dana Hogerson at West Virginia. All right? So Dana brought him back into Houston. And that's how he got the Houston job, the OC. But then Dana this past year took away play calling that's a, from him. That's kind of that's, – that's a tough thing. That's a, that's, that's a tough pill to swallow. It's – and that's a tough sell before the Miami faithful. If it doesn't work out early, you talking about if you, if you get your OC plays, uh, play calling taken from you, that's not a good sign. That's a sign that the head yeah. coach does not trust what you're calling and your players are not believing in what you say. And you know, like I know from Florida state to Miami, it's a huge microscope on those two programs because when those programs are good. And Florida State is play. is on the up and up. They seem to be. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. they seem to be. Uh, Norvell got an extension this past week as well. Uh, that was a big thing that happened this past week. So I thought they were going to hire D on for a second. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and they and they probably would have if Norvell Hutton had got turned around this past year. You're right. Um, you're right. Yeah, right. they probably would have. But so those those are a couple of things. I tell you another thing that that happened today, and that is Utah's offensive coordinator Ludwig Ludwig. I'm not sure how you pr- pronounce his name. Um, who's been there for four years? Turned down the Notre Dame offensive coordinator job today. He did turn it down today? He, tur- he turned it down today. I knew that Byron Leffers wanted to uh, get in on that, but wow, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Ludwig, Ludwig, I think is how you pronounce his last name, has been at Utah now the last four years. Um, he, he's been a pretty good offensive coordinator, and he was supposedly Notre Dame's first choice. Wow. And wow. he had he had been into Notre Dame and getting some interviews with Notre Dame, and he turned it down today to stay as a Ute mm. at Utah. Well, you know, I'm not the one to say, but they do I have the they do have their quarterback returning too, though. I would suspect, and I'll be more than willing to say. They probably increase his salary. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was a little a bit. bit. Not, not a yeah, whole yeah. lot, but a tad bit. Yeah, he probably crazy. got two or three hundred yeah, thousand at least. That's a tad bit. Hey, yeah, yeah. Stay with us one more year. 
we might yeah. be one year away and you might get a chance to get your own job. So yeah. come back and bet on yourself. I'm willing yeah. to wager mm, just a tad yeah. bit. Yeah, you're you're probably right bit. on that. Just a tad yeah. bit. Just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. Yeah, I, I'd say he got a little money out of it, probably. Yeah, just mm-hmm. a little, a little incentives, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he did. Yeah, I'm sure. But it is interesting that you that he turned down the Notre Dame job. Turned down uh, independent school where well, they're not as independent, but a school with a huge checkbook, and uh, from them, from turning that down. But but me personally, staying in Utah, staying in South Bend. Mm, I mean. Yeah, Pretty much, not, it's not, not, yeah, not much difference. It's not a not huge difference. difference. Yeah, not a huge yeah. difference. Not, you know, yeah. if it was Southern California or, right, or right. Miami or, you know, I ain't right. going to say Miami, but a little more sunshine or even taxes. Yes, right, right. Yeah, Maybe I got you. you. Think about it, but yeah, you know, so, hey, you know, shocking. But I'm pretty sure that Coach will get someone in there. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Free, Freeman will get somebody in there that wants the job. I know he will. Yeah, um, I just thought it was interesting that he turned it down today. So, um, mm-hmm. all right. So our SEC expansion is happening in 2024. Oklahoma and Texas is coming in. Mm-hmm. One of the big things to work out is scheduling. Um, and Brutal. Brutal. There, there is, <laughs> yeah, and there is um, basically two different paths that they are saying – will work and that's to have one permanent um opponent and then play seven teams alternating and 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 play everybody in a two-year schedule basically all right and then the other one is a have three permanent rivals and play six teams alternating years and play everybody in two years. Here's what I think. Here's what I think is going to happen with that. When when you when you talk about the one permanent rival, it sounds okay. Well, we can keep a few of our college football rivals if we do one permanent rival within the SEC, and it sounds good on the surface. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But here's the deal. <clears throat> If you put Auburn and Alabama as the permanent rival, then you have no Auburn and LSU because you only have one permanent rival. If you put Auburn and Alabama as the permanent rival, then you have no Alabama and Tennessee. Okay. Well, let, let, let me let me see if I follow you. Uh, I know you I'm talking it. every year. I'm talking every year rivals. Every you, year you'll rivals. get them every other if you do that. When you say every other, that means they rotate rivals because we can't change rivals like this now, can we? You can't say who is your rival, meaning Auburn, Alabama, the Iron Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, the Egg Bowl. LSU, Arkansas, the Boot Bowl. That's exactly uh, what I'm uh, talking about. Uh, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. 
Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, Alabama, Tennessee, I mean, Florida, Florida, Georgia. I mean, there is tons of them. Tons of them. So, yeah, I don't know how you. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. I think that with Oklahoma and 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 uh and Texas coming to the league, I just think that you have got to give them an opportunity to understand the SEC West and East. You have to put them on I'm either a, side and try to. I don't. Them I don't think that's what's going to happen, Jason. But, I really but, don't. But, but hold on, hold on. So you mean to tell me? And I'm and I understand exactly what you're saying. So you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me that you're not going to allow Texas or Oklahoma to go through the gauntlet that everyone has faced before in the SEC? I, I, I really. They are talking very seriously about doing away with divisions, which I don't like. No, no, no. Because right they're, now they're they're talking they're talking about doing away with the divisions. And here's what I don't like about the div- doing away with the divisions. Uh-huh. So if you're playing teams every other year, uh-huh. you might have people who with the same records at the top. You might have three, t- three, eight, and one teams. Okay, uh-huh. at the top. If you're playing nine games, or seven and one teams. If you're playing eight games, okay, you might have three seven and one teams. If you're playing eight games. And if there is no division, if those three teams haven't played each other because you're rotating opponents, yeah, I said, how do you, how do you, what's the tiebreaker if they haven't played each other? I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, you can't. Well, I don't see, I don't see how you can, you, you can legitimately have. Uh, the top two, you you could. It's nice to say, well, oh, we'll just take the top two teams and they'll play in the SEC championship. Well, that doesn't always work. You might have one team that's eight and zero, and you might have four teams that are six and two that I haven't that, that haven't all played each other. I can agree with you, but I just think the SEC will get this right. They they will look at. I think they're going to have to go to a trial in there first year. They're going to have to keep the divisions. And plug in Texas and Oklahoma, but I don't think that's side. what's going to happen. I, mean, I really don't. Well, you, you well, here, here's what we got to understand: Is it going to boil down to money? Because that is what drives the SEC. Well, what it's SEC. really going to boil down to, if you want to know the truth, Jason. Okay. Okay. If you if you really want to know what's going to boil down to, is that same year, 2024. SEC has signed a new contract, TV contract, with ESPN, okay? Money. Go ahead. Money. All right. So a huge amount of money. All right. Yeah, so yeah. so what it's really going to boil down to is this. That original contract that they signed with ESPN was for an eight-game schedule, regular season schedule, okay? Okay. So if the SEC is – thinking about going to a nine-game SEC schedule, then the SEC is expecting ESPN to renegotiate with them for more money because they are now doing nine games instead of eight. So, okay? So, like I said, it comes down to money. Yeah. Okay? 
Now, also, with that being said, with Texas joining the SEC, Brad, I'm going to pose this question. Do the Texas Longhorn give up their station? Yeah, I think they're. I think they'll have to. The SEC won't. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll have to. Right. So, so with that being said, I would feel that they keep divisions because now, who you, who you gonna like? You said who's going to the SEC championship? How do you determine? You're not gonna put Georgia and Alabama. Well, so there's so there's talk that they might do four fourteen pots. That's oh, it's interesting, right? That's, hey, very interesting. And, yeah, and, it's and, very interesting. It's there's yeah. talk that they might do four fourteen pods. What's right? the thing that they're talking about it now? Because this year is coming up, and, and the way that would work is is if you're if you're you're in that if your pod in your pod, okay, there would be four teams, mm-hmm. and you would have three opponents. Those three opponents in in your pod, you would play every single year. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, man, it's it's one of those deals. And then you would play two other pods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I don't and know. Then, I I don't see that, but I just don't see that work. I think that just takes all the fun and the and and the prestige away from the SEC. If you're not well, going to let these, I agree with if you. Listen, you're not gonna let if it was up to me, yeah. I would keep the East versus the West. If you it was up to. to me, you have to, you have to, because they're doing it in basketball right now, where there's no division. See what I'm saying? You can get away with it, but you know, basketball plays so many games. That's the only basketball way. is yeah. different because the each team plays each other. Yeah. Each team's plays each other. That's what I'm saying. So you have in football, you can't possibly play that many games. You right. can't play that many games. So you in have basketball, each, each team wins. plays each other. So you you get at least one head to head for a tiebreaker. Exactly. In football, so, you don't get that. So Not with 16 keep, teams in your conference. You you, you got to keep you got to you you got to keep it away. And what's going to happen is somebody is not going to play somebody. That's what it's going to boil down to. Or do you take away, do you take away a money game, or out of conference game? One or the other. You one is going to have to happen because you got to have an open date, and you got to have a game in which you you know you you you're paying somebody to come in to supposedly take a loss. So I don't know how many of those games they're going to have anyway. So it's it's going to be very interesting in what the SEC comes up with. Well, I think it's going to come down to. I think they're going to go to ESPN and they're going to they're going to ask for more money. Obviously. I think I think ESPN will eventually give them more money for we'll this do. new contract. Will do. And I believe that it that we will go to a nine game schedule instead of an eight game schedule. Um, and with the SEC. And with that said, I believe they will go to the three permanent teams and and then have six and six teams alternating each year. That's what I believe will, will happen. I think um, they, they will play an earlier SEC game, early, more earlier than ever. 
you know, you got to remember the SEC is going to be involved in big money states, big money network money. And so you're going to have to just play those games because if you want to be the power, because right now, Texas, Oklahoma, that makes the most powerful conference in the country, hands down. And so yeah. you're going to have to play each other early and often. So it's no letdowns. You know, you right. don't have those games. So that's what it's going to have to boil down to. Well, There's let me no ask way. Let me ask you this, Jason. And and you're an Ole Miss ex-player. So I'm going to ask you about Ole Miss and start with Ole Miss, okay? Now, you played basketball. You didn't play football. But I'm going to ask you, in football, I, I know Hell State. I know Mississippi State. All right, one, okay? But what schools do you consider is Ole Miss's biggest rivals? I know Mississippi State's number one. The Egg Bowl's number one. You have Miss – I'll say two. I'll say Mississippi State, LSU, and Arkansas because they all bore. Right. They bore. They bore. Right. You, can't, you can say Tennessee. But you don't necessarily play Tennessee all the time. It's not they're not fighting over the same players. No, because Tennessee's in the East, and I don't think they play every time. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so you yeah. have you have Mississippi State, you have LSU, LSU, and then you have Arkansas. And that you would consider those are the three biggest rivals. In my opinion, I would. LSU yeah. is one of those one of those teams. I can yeah. remember. So Alabama, I all right. I'm I'm just gonna kind of run through this real quick. Alabama, mm-hmm. I've been I've been doing a little studying today. Okay. 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 The Tennessean the Tennessean has has a new schedule out that they think <laughs> that's gonna be. Um, Twenty four Sports has one out that I that I looked at today. Mm-hmm. SI Sports Illustrated has one out that I looked at today. Um, <laughs> so I've I've been doing a little studying. Okay. Alabama is pretty easy to do. If you're going to say what is Alabama's three biggest rivals, they're pretty. It's pretty easy to do them. Mm-hmm. Alabama's three biggest rivals are going to be Auburn, Tennessee, and LSU. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I, I think I think Alabama. If you're going to take three teams that they want to that they want to be able to play and keep an every year rival in. I think that's Alabama's three biggest rivals. Okay. And, and, and it goes back to history. Like A&M right now is a big rivalry for them, but, but they've only been in the league 10 years. True, that's true. That's so, true. you know what I mean? So, you know, you, it, you go back to history with those, with, with Auburn, Tennessee, and LSU. All right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Auburn is kind of easy to do. Okay. They play Bama, biggest rival every year. Uh-huh. LSU, LSU is a huge rival for them. Uh-huh. And Georgia is a huge rival for them. And the reason why Georgia is is Georgia is their east opponent that they play every year since 1992. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So those three teams for Auburn – is kind of the three teams that you look at and say, okay, I, I can see that. But it gets a little hairy when you get down in here and you start looking at every team, okay? So, 
Texas coming in is kind of easy to do. And and you would think that te- because they're coming in, they would be a little harder to do. But Texas and Oklahoma is one of the biggest rivalries in, in football. So the Red River so, Battle, exactly. The Red River. Yeah, so, 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 you, so you have to keep that, all right? Texas and A&M, if Texas is coming into the SEC, they've got to start playing again. They haven't played since 2011. I can All right, agree. and that's and that's one of their oldest rivals, Texas and Texas A and M. And then, if they're coming back into the SEC, you go to the old Southwest and the old Big Eight opponent, and you go Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas, if you got three, you got Oklahoma, A and M, and Arkansas. Okay, so they're kind of easy to do. So there's a few teams like that that's kind of easy to do. I'll tell you one that's kind of hard to do. Tennessee. Uh, I, I often say Vanderbilt, but yeah. Well, Tennessee. The reason why Tennessee is hard, think about it. Tennessee has several rivals. Like they play Alabama every year. That's one of their biggest rivals. Kentucky. They play Florida. They play Florida every year. Tennessee, they play Florida. Kentucky yeah. every year. Yeah. Vandy, their in-state rival, is is yeah. one of their biggest rivals. Um, and then, you know, I I would even say over the last twenty plus years that South Carolina and Tennessee is. And Georgia, and you got Georgia, Tennessee, so, so and Georgia. That's why. At, so, correct me if I'm wrong. Adding Oklahoma and Texas brings the grand total to 16 games. I mean, 16 teams, right? Right. 16 teams. And so, when you have eight on each side, they play each other. They play each other. That's eight games, right? Eight games, right? Well, that'd you be seven that. games. So be eight teams seven. in, so you'd eight have seven, seven games. Yeah, seven games, right? You have to play someone. That's going to be the rotation playing someone in the East once. That's going to make for eight games. Therefore, they get two or three other buy-in games. So, what is this? A ten? It's a ten-game season, correct? If I'm not mistaken, regular season, right? Oh, it's, it's twelve. It's twelve. It's twelve. So, so well. Well, okay, it's 12. So you're seeing seven games. You have two matchups across cross matchups. All right. Then you also have your money games that you have to play. You they have to play the money games. They have to give, they have to schedule people. And so that's how you solve that problem. I don't think there's no other way. And I'm and I guess I'm a wishful thinker. Please do not mess up the SEC. This would totally mess up the SEC. I'm telling you, Jason. I'm telling you to expect it, man. But this is speculation. I hope this is just speculation. They're trying to, but I just hope the powers that be understand. Even Greg Sankey is saying that they're down to basically this one and one seven or three six, and that they are likely to do away with the divisions. And Greg Sankey's the SEC commissioner, so you know I'm just telling you. Um, I, I, I don't like I, it. I, yeah. I I want the divisions to stay in, but here's the deal: How do you do that? 
mean. Do you yeah. take do you take Auburn and Alabama out of the West and put them in the East? No, you, you couldn't do that. I mean, you could, but you couldn't. But you My, have to take somebody out because uh, you can't put you can't put Texas and Oklahoma well, in. Who would you take out the East? I'm telling you, it, you almost have to take out Auburn and Alabama. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's you know, true. to keep the divisions. All right. So right now, the divisions are sitting at seven and seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can't. You got Oklahoma and Texas that's coming in from out west. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Your division would be, okay, all those old Big 12 and Southwest teams, Arkansas, Missouri, A&M, Texas, Mm -hmm. Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, all of those, and you put in, you put in LSU, all right, LSU would be in that group. And um, then you'd have Ole Miss and Mississippi State. And that would be your eight teams. Yeah. And that that leaves out Alabama, Auburn. Now, listen. From that standpoint. <laughs> so so what do you think Auburn about out, that? Man, that – you talking look. about messing up the SEC? There's man. to keep the West and East divisions. How else do you do it? So you mean tell me that if I heard you correctly, you're going to put Georgia and Alabama in the same conference, in the same division? What same? I'm sorry. Yeah, same yeah, division. Yeah, yeah. same division. You're going to yeah. put Alabama and Florida in the same division and Tennessee. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going in Tennessee. All in the East. All in. You're going to have if you do that, you would have Auburn, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, and Vandy. That would be your eight teams. I guarantee you, Vandy would love to be in the West right now. <laughs> I guarantee you that is oof, that right so there. what you're doing is you, you're taking Missouri out of the east and putting them in the west mm, yeah yeah and putting Oklahoma and Texas in there and taking Auburn and Alabama out and putting them in the east you, that's you the have, me the only other way that you could do it is to take the Mississippi schools out. I can understand that, but I don't think Texas comes. You have to take either Auburn and Alabama out. I think you put Oklahoma in the East. Oklahoma has to go to the East. Oklahoma has to go to the East. They have to. They have to. I don't see how you can do it, man. I just don't. You have to keep all. You you have to keep all them old Southwest, Big Eight, and Big Big, you know, Big Eight teams together. If you ask me. I mean, you you you, you then can you say keep that. then you keep then you keep the old original SEC teams: Auburn, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Vandy, 
all of those are in the East. Most of those are the original SEC teams. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Now, Mississippi schools were kind of in that bunch too, I think. But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) what does he say? Send Arkansas to Conference USA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, the the whole football schedule stuff, it's wild to talk about, okay? Because there is so many different possibilities that could actually happen. If you are keeping divisions, you have to take some teams out of the West and put them in the East. You do, you do, you do. And the only teams that – I think you could do that with would be Auburn and Alabama or the Mississippi schools. I think, you know, I think you could split the Mississippi schools. I think, yeah. I don't think that, I, I think you could, I mean, because you got to understand, Starksville, Oxford, they're, they're right there. You could split them because they're the only two in the only state. If I'm not mistaken, but besides, uh, if you Tennessee, split them, then then Tennessee. they won't play each other every year. Uh, well, that's fine. The that's egg fine. bowl would yeah. not be an every year thing. Because here's the thing: if you're going to split them, you got to split Tennessee and Vandy. If you're going to do that, if you if you're going to be fair, and you're going to split, because either that or you got to split all one of the Auburn Alabama has to split. Old Miss State has to split. I don't I mean, see how you can do all that. I mean, hey, it, it, that's why I said you do it together. You take the two Mississippi schools out, or you take the two Alabama, Alabama schools school out. out, or you take the and two, you do it together. Or you take the two Tennessee, uh, ten, uh, Tennessee schools out. Well, the two C schools are already in the East. And I'm talking about having having basically an old Southwest Conference division in in the SEC as as a SEC West. You'd have Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A and M, and then you would throw in LSU um, and the Mississippi schools, Mississippi and Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but some someone is going to get the short end of the stick, one way or the other. Someone will yep. get the short end. Of the stick. <clears throat> yeah, and that's that's the only way, you know. And I and I don't think that that's going to happen too much, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. But is there a chance that happens? Is there a chance that the S that the that ESPN tells the SEC to go take a hike and that they're not going to give them more money to play a nine game schedule? I think there's a chance that happens, but I think I think ESPN will budge on it. Yeah, I, I really do. I understand the viewership, the money, the everything, the ads, everything. Yeah. They're going to make yeah. that money back ten times right. over because you. Yeah, I, I think ads, I think they'll budge on it. I really do. You know, but anyway, I just wanted to kind of run down and talk about the whole schedule thing here. Um, football is really really interesting. Now, I, w- I want to get to baseball and basketball real quick when when um, Arkansas and Texas joins the SEC. <clears throat> so I've seen 
Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and Texas. I say. You said Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas has been in the <laughs> SEC since 92. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So, um, baseball's interesting. So, the SEC already, right now, currently, they, they play 10 weekend SEC series. And they rotate those 10 series. Um, and so with Oklahoma and Texas in the mix, they will probably keep the 10-game series. And here's what they will do. From what I'm being told, in baseball, you will have five every year permanent rivals. Baseball can get away with this. Baseball See, can get away here, with this. Baseball, here, here's how simple this is for baseball, okay? Yeah, yes. There's 16 teams, so there's 15 other opponents, okay? Mm -hmm. All right? Once once Oklahoma and Texas get here. Well, they've already got played 10 series, so they're going to get five permanent rivals every year, and then they're going to have – Five teams that they play one year and five teams that they play the next. And that's can, 15 yeah. teams. And that means that you will get to play every team every year. But okay? if I'm not mistaken, if I'm baseball and with baseball, it's going to come sooner for baseball than it does football and basketball. Is that is is, am I, so am let me I think about, about it. That? So think it's about a, they're supposed to join July first, twenty twenty four. July first, twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. So I think well, ba I it, think it, the twenty twenty four baseball okay. season will already be over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over right there around the first of July, end of June. That's when the baseball season uh, World Series is. Okay, so uh, they, they will they, they will they will come on. So baseball, it, it'll be 2025, really, when baseball starts. Yeah. Yeah. But so when when baseball starts, it's pretty – the schedule, even though they're adding the two teams, actually, if you get the five rival – every year rivals, then you just get five teams you play one year and five teams you play the next. And then you rotate – those five teams home and away, you know, and you get to play everybody within a, you know, home and away within a four-year period. And that's that's what football is trying to do as well. It's trying to get to where you play everybody home and away within a four-year period. So, and the reason why football is trying to do that, let me, let me, did you know that Texas A&M and Georgia have yet to play? Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Didn't know that at all. They've been in the SEC since 2000, 2012. Wow. 2012. And Georgia and Texas A&M are not scheduled to play till 2024. Not even this coming year. It would be wow. the next year. Wow. They have they – have, it's taken 12 years for them to play each other. Man, so hey, they gotta play each other soon. 
the I, way I the that. schedule is right now. And football's trying to do with what – the reason why they want to do the divisions and all that stuff is they're trying to figure out a way that they can play teams more often and, and, and people can go to the school when everybody plays everybody. And that's what they're trying to do. And baseball has a perfect setup with 10-game series yeah. every single year you play five regular season permanent rivals, and then you get five and five each each year, alter, alternating years, and there's your ten games. Man, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in basketball, let's well, talk about yeah, basketball. Basketball, basketball, basketball is the most simple because basketball already plays eighteen games. All right. So what they will do is is you play everybody once. That's 15 games. You'll split the home and away. One, one, you know, one year you'll get eight. One year you get seven on the home and away. All right. And then if I was doing it, okay, if I was the commissioner, here's what I would do. Since you're already playing every team once, there's three games you get – Games 16, 17, and 18, they're, they're play eight, they play 18 games regular season. There's three games, and what I would do is I would rotate them games each year to where you play three different teams twice and not the three same teams twice like they currently do. Like right now, Kentucky plays Vandy and Tennessee and Florida, mm-hmm. Georgia – Georgia, there's like four or five teams that we play twice a single year. That's true. I mean, basketball is simple. I mean, I, right now, but basketball has has some permanent two that you play twice every year. Okay, and I don't like that. If you're gonna have if you're gonna have sixteen teams in the SEC, yeah. then you should be able to go home and away. And play and play each team twice every once in a while. Well, I mean, that's I that's think it's rotate. That's division play. That's division play. That's why you know you got to have. I mean, back in the day, you would yeah, have when you had you the know, divisions. The division. Yeah. So once they did the division, you can pick and choose and who exactly plays who. And so, I mean, I don't think that this would be a hard deal for basketball. As much as it is for football, football is all about the bottom line, bottom line and, and schedule column. I mean, because you got to figure. Well, basketball, the, each team will play each other at least once. Yeah. yeah. My my only issue with basketball is I think that those other three games should be rotating to the other schools. So if you play, if I play, you know, instead of me, if I'm a Kentucky fan, all right. Instead of me playing Tennessee, Vandy, and Florida every single year twice, then I get to go to Oklahoma, and I get to go to Texas, and I get to go to LSU, and I get to go to every once in a while. And you rotate those three games with the other, you know, with the other teams okay. every four or five years. You yeah. rotate them around. You have three that you play this time, and three you play next time, and three you play the next time. And you rotate them around. If I'm doing the basketball schedule, that's what that's what I'm going to do. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, it sounds plausible, but you never know. You never know. They might come up with something totally different. Only thing you can't do is mess this up. 
You have a power conference. You can't. You can't. Football. Football's tricky, though, man. Football's tricky. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's very tricky. Very, very tricky. Very tricky. I can understand that, but yes. Oof. I would hate to be in those meetings trying to come up with this because someone is going to be mad, especially in football. Oh, yeah, Someone's I'm telling you, there's going to be a school that's yeah. not going to yeah. be happy about yeah, the way so this, this all yeah. works out. Actually, there will probably be two or three schools. schools like I don't think it'll be a bunch, but I think there'll be two or three schools that won't be happy in how all this plays out. Now, let me play devil's advocate real quick, real quick. Would you – in a how can I say this? In a perfect world, would you allow Vanderbilt not to be in the SEC anymore? Or I can't say Kentucky. I just want to say Vanderbilt. Can't say South Carolina again. I never said South Carolina's winning. But the lower tier teams, could you get rid of a school? Could you buy out of school? I mean, you you have to – so Kentucky, Vandy, Tennessee, there are schools that are – I forgot the word that they – that it's called, but they are – they're basically tenured into the SEC. There's a word for it. I can't remember now. They're like original members or whatever. You know what I mean? Like – Yeah, I'm saying. And they can't – you can't – the only way – that you can ever do anything with them is they have to leave on their own. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because if you're bringing I can't, remember, I can't remember the word for it, Jason. There's an actual word for it, but I can't remember what it is. I know that was tomorrow. If, if you can't bring in – no, if you're bringing in two powerhouse schools like that, I would say in a perfect world you have to let – two schools go you would have to let two schools go in my opinion you're bringing in listen you're bringing in oklahoma and texas you're going to keep the same revenue if not more well the thing of it is is oklahoma and texas everybody knows the football stuff okay but both of these schools i mean have powerhouses in softball and yeah. and basketball and baseball and I mean they they're you know it's a lot more competition that's bringing to the conference than just football. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you said, uh, Texas. We know Texas. Texas has you know Texas is Texas. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, arguably one of the best softball teams of all time. They've had a hell of a run uh, in softball, you know, in other sports as well. So I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's, it's tricky, man. It's tricky. But one thing I can say, it's going to be a lot of fun week in and week out in the SEC. Oh, it's going to be fun to pay attention to. Um, I'm interested on the Kentucky side of this scheduling, okay? To me – I'm going to talk about Kentucky's side of the scheduling for just a minute. Okay. The two biggest rivals in football for Kentucky, 
in my opinion, are Tennessee and Vandy. That's the two biggest rivals. Okay. If you say that we got to have a third rival, I would pick from three schools. Hard. That's hard. I've been a Kentucky fan all my life, Mm -hmm. and I would Mm -hmm. pick from three schools. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say could, mm. my three schools that I would pick from for Kentucky to have that third rival. Florida is one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you would have I think that the Mississippi State rival has been a really good rival for both programs. And I know that it is not one that a lot of people think about, okay? But between the two schools, they have been playing as every year rivals, east-west rivals since 1992. I can understand that. That's a long time that Mississippi State and Kentucky has been the East-West rivals. And if I had to pick a second school out of those for those three, I would pick Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. All right. That's That's tough. And then my third school actually is going to be a toss up. You got me looking at the map. I'm looking at the map right now. I actually think, I actually think that it could be either South Carolina or Missouri. I don't think it'll wind up being Missouri because I think Missouri is going to be paired with Oklahoma, and Missouri is going to be paired with Arkansas. I think two of of Missouri's. Rivals will be Oklahoma and Arkansas. Mm, this, I don't know, man. That's yeah, that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough, man. Because because you gotta understand, Oklahoma borders Arkansas, Texas borders Arkansas, Louisiana borders Mississippi, Tennessee, Kentucky. If you're looking at it, if you're looking at it. Kentucky yeah. is really the odd person out. Oh, if you look I'm, at the map, I'm looking at the map. I'm looking at the yeah. map. Yeah, I'm looking at Kentucky. It's like it's really the, it only borders Tennessee's closer. Ugh. man, that's that's tough. South Carolina, South Carolina. That's why I said Tennessee and Vandy are Kentucky's top two rivals, right and they have been, that. and they have been for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna have three rivals, then Tennessee and Kentucky, or Tennessee and Vandy, have to be these top two. They have to be. There's just no other way around it. Yeah. And then yeah. and then you pick. And if, like I said, if I was picking, and I know that 
the SEC people probably wouldn't pick this, but I, I like the Mississippi State rival. I understand. I understand. I understand. I, I, I think um, here recently, that's – I can't really that's, – that, that's been more of a basketball deal more so than anything here lately. Yeah. Um, than a football and basketball, you know, maybe baseball, maybe other sports as well. But um, here lately, it's been mainly a basketball deal. Uh, but they have history, like you said. They, they, they split back. almost every year. Yeah, the home back. team in football, if you go back and look for mm-hmm. the last 10 years, the home team wins almost every single year. Kentucky and Mississippi State split almost all the time. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, you interesting know. take. That's an interesting take. That's a very interesting take. Yeah. And and most SEC people don't think of Kentucky and, and Mississippi State, but they've been playing every year since 1992. Yeah. Yeah. As East West rivals. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to get to the little Kentucky part of it because I uh, <laughs> been t- I've been talking about a lot of other teams, and uh, you know, to me, one of the more interesting teams to come up with some rivals for is South Carolina. I just looked at that too. It's South Carolina. South Carolina, and to me, Kentucky has has the Tennessee teams, their rivals for years and years and years and years, hundred years. I mean, they've been playing football for a hundred years. Um, South Carolina is the one to me. Who's South Carolina's biggest SEC rival? Um. It's hard to come up with. That is true. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, South Carolina and Clemson is, is that's that's basically. Well, I mean, that's their biggest rival, but big that's rival. in a different conference. But you know, in so you tell me out of the SEC, what is who is South Carolina's biggest rival? They really don't have a rival because they were not even. Uh, They've been in the league since 92. They've been there for 20. Steve Spurrier actually. No, 30 years. 30 30 years. Steve Spurrier made them more relevant. Now, I don't know the history of South Carolina, so I don't want to disrespect South Carolina. But for me, when Steve Spurrier got to South Carolina. Well, Lou Holtz was there before him. Well, Lou Holtz, you're right. Lou Holtz, that's what I said. I didn't want to disrespect. Right. I don't really know. You got a Lou host, then you got them. You know, because but you don't have they don't have a rivalry. So so watch this. If you get rid of South Carolina Bandit, you wouldn't have to do nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm, I'm I'm just talking. I'm just talking. Yeah. Well, you know, the truth is South Carolina, I got to, you know, people people kind of diss Missouri being in the SEC. They do, they do. You know what I mean? So there Missouri gets a lot of diss since they joined the SEC in 2012 with Texas A&M. Okay? 
And there is a lot, sometimes there's a lot of talk of Missouri being kicked out of the SEC. And I'm talking about in fan groups and stuff, not in the media and stuff like that. I'm talking about with fans. Sometimes there is a lot of talk about Missouri. Well, they don't deserve, they don't, you know, they don't even need to be here. They don't deserve to be here. And they was never part of the SEC. And, you know, they geographically, and they say that geographically, Missouri doesn't make any sense, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it for 10 years, 11 years, they've been in the SEC. In my opinion, when you are looking at rivals, for this new conference, mm-hmm. Missouri fits in way better than South Carolina. Well, I can understand what people say about Missouri, but you can also say South Carolina. About Texas. It's like who is their rivals? You can say that about Texas A&M, though. You can say the same thing about Texas A&M. Well, yeah, but tech. Okay, so Texas is coming in. So damn, right there's, right there's right there's. But they hadn't played each other. Well, but so that's but but that's they they always did until ten years ago. You got Texas and Texas A and M, all right, and then Texas A and M and Arkansas is a darn good rival, and Texas A and M and LSU has been a darn good rival since they went since they come in the league. And now you look at Missouri, who came in the league with them. All right, now that Oklahoma is in, you got Arkansas and Oklahoma that are just natural rivals for Missouri. Okay, but you look at South Carolina and you look at them and you think, damn, who who is their biggest rival? Is it UK? Because Kentucky and South Carolina have had some pretty good battles over the years, and it's been pretty heated. Is is Kentucky their biggest rival in the SEC? For Missouri? Probably no, so. for South Carolina. Sorry, I mean, probably so. Probably so. I mean, because I don't hear – I don't hear nothing about a rival for South Carolina unless they're playing Clemson. Well, it's not Georgia. No, you can't. Not. You can't pick – it, Georgia's not they're going to be their big South, the you know South Carolina's biggest rival. Yeah. Is it Florida? No. No. So who's so who's their is it Vandy? Is Vandy their rival? <laughs> I mean, who's their rival? It's got to be I I'm, I'm telling you. I I was I've been looking at it all afternoon and I can't really I, – I honestly, out of all the teams, I think it's Kentucky. But that's kind of sad because for Kentucky, as a Kentucky fan, the South Carolina game is like the fourth or fifth biggest rivalry, I mean, for Kentucky out of the SEC, something like that. And if we're number one or number two for South Carolina, that's pretty sad. Well, hey, you know what I said? Addition by subtraction. Addition <laughs> by subtraction. That's what I Anyways, <laughs> I just wanted to get a get to a couple of these because I've talked about most of these teams and kind of run down, um, you know. But I really haven't talked a whole lot about 
Missouri, South Carolina, and I just did, you know. So, I, I you know, you look at all this scheduling, and and I think, you know, Vandy has got natural rivals with Kentucky and ten, and Tennessee, so they have two big natural rivals. Vandy does, mm-hmm. right? And you look at all this, and then you get to South Carolina, and you're just like, "I don't. Are we? Are we? Are we calling Dabo <laughs> for Clemson for their for their rival or what?" Man, <laughs> can, hey, he be, can, hey. can he be a temporary? Can he be a temporary SEC member the last Saturday in college football? Is that I mean, what it normally is? That's what it normally is. <laughs> South Carolina against Clemson. I know. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hey, saying. Think about it. Think about it. So yeah, that's man. That's 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 a very interesting take, Brad. That's a very, and I and I can understand that. I can, yeah, I, I mean, it's I don't just have like, a, I don't have an argument for South Carolina. I'm over here thinking like, okay, you know, when they're good, they're good, and they're only good in certain sports. Uh, during certain times, you know, basketball has been up and down, been down, up and late. down. Football's up and down. You, you know, know. So they're, they're and, hey, that's why them Vanderbilt. No, you know, I, and then and and you look at you know like who their rival is, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're very interesting. I don't know who it is. Man, All right, man. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of wrap it up with that, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just thought I would get to some of that stuff because, you know, I'm like, wow, I was really looking at it today and kind of going through some stuff, and I was just yeah. like, huh. I it's interesting when you get to Carolina. Yeah, man, man. Oof. Yeah, it really is. Really All right, guys. So we're I'm going to get to our uh, home for our troops. It's a 2023 nonprofit organization. You can give to them, and they help build homes for wounded and injured vets. Um, every dollar that you give, mm-hmm. ninety cents of that dollar goes towards building homes for these injured and wounded veterans. And if they live in Arkansas and want to move to California, they will build them a house in California. They've been doing this for over 20 plus years. Home for our troops has, and you can give to them at www.hfotusa.org. Good deal. All right, man. I'll kind of wrap this up with our prize picks. I'll talk about that for a minute again. So go to prizepicks.com. Make sure that you put in our code CSCAST. CSCAST. You will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. It's a daily fantasy sports fun. You go there and... Uh, pick you a player or pick you a team and uh, place a minimum $5 bet and have a little bit of fun. Again, when you do, as a new account, open a new account, 
you have to open a new account to do this. Punch in CSCast to double your money. All right, Jason, I don't know if you have noticed, but on the bottom of the screen, the whole show at the end of this, I've been, I put on Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Today is Valentine's Day. That's the reason why John Roberts is not with us tonight. John is doing the whole Valentine's Day for his wife. Isn't he a nice guy? <laughs> <laughs> great guy. Great guy. Yeah, yeah that's the the reason why John's not with he's actually spending a little time I think he's going to miss Thursday as well okay. uh, but if you notice on the bottom of the screen we will have a special guest former UT Vol Ron Slade joins us Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central Time for our game day pickups. we're excited about that um, Ron Slade and Jason um, our friends and know each other. So uh, uh, they both played in the SEC, and I think they're both from Arkansas. No, I, I think he's from Nashville. Is Slay, is Slay from, from Arkansas? From I think he's from Nashville. Is he from Nashville? Yeah, he's from Nashville. Originally? He's from Nashville. Yeah, he's from Nashville. I know he lives there now. I just yeah, didn't know yeah. if he was from there. Yeah, he's from he's from Nashville. Yeah, he's a, he is a, on a radio station, too, in, in – uh, does a couple of shows and stuff on a radio station in uh, Nashville right now as well, as well as he's on SEC Network um, and, and and like see now and and a few things that he's on on the SEC Network as an analysis. So we're excited to have him on. What I'm most excited about is that he's not coming on as a, just a guest. He's coming on to actually participate. And do our game day pickums. Oh man! And no. and he's a, and for, he's a competitor. He's a competitor. Yeah, so, and 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 I'm yeah. really excited about him. He he. When I was messaging him, he you know he was kind of excited about coming on and doing our game day pickums. And just as a little side note, Kentucky and Tennessee play each other Saturday, so it, we're going to have a little fun with this. <laughs> no doubt. And no doubt. Tennessee's had some real bad luck going on here lately. Man. Man. Like um like some buzzer beater stuff going on lately. And then Kentucky uh, has been kind of terrible here lately. So it's still going to be an interesting game on Saturday and we're still going to have a little fun with it. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Can't so, wait. Can't wait. Yeah, man. So, anyway, Jason, it's been fun. I hope that you um, and yours had a good Valentine's Day today, too. I'm a single dude. I'm okay. I promise <laughs> I'll be I'll be all right. Yeah. I still yeah, yeah. I still had a piece of candy or two. I'll be all right. Hey. Yeah. I get, <laughs> hey, I, I I I I took care of the twins early this morning on their way out, so they saw their uh, Valentine's Day gift. And uh, sent the the wifey some some flowers to her job, uh, and we went out to eat this past weekend. So I mean, and maybe we'll do something this weekend. So right, we right. just don't celebrate one day. Yeah, yeah. Every day is Valentine's Day. That's how. We right, do. right. Yeah, and that's honestly that's the way it should be. It really yeah. shouldn't be, right, you know, right, that you do right. something just special for this one day and. You don't do it the rest of the year and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, That's exactly. the way it should be, actually. Exactly. Exactly. So, 
Yeah. Well, you know, to Easter to, and to Easter on, to Easter on. You know, so celebrate how you want to say that's just how right. I do it. This is how yeah, I, I mean, and well, when I say should be, let's put it this way. I want to say that I think that's how it works best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. And what do I know? Trust me, mine didn't work, so. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take my, listen, listen, you can take all my advice you want to on sports stuff. Don't take my advice on relationship stuff. I promise. (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. All right, man. I appreciate it, guys. Uh, We will see you on Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, our college game day pickums with former UT player Ron Slay. We're pretty excited about that. We'll see you Thursday night. Y'all have fun. <laughs>